Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Thanks for joining us once again for Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler, my name. I'm Cap, along with the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski, with me. And we'll take another uh, close to 15 minutes together again this week to uh, encourage one another in the truth of the good news of the gospel, which is what which is what the gospel is, of course. It's, it's good news. We've been doing this for going on five years now. If you find our archives page, you, you, first of all, you'll locate it on Joel's website, graceroots.org, and just look for the Growing in Grace podcast, and you'll find over 200 weekly programs on there. And we're excited about what the what the future may hold as we as we continue encouraging one another. The other thing is, I'm not sure how you found us, but if you're not on our friends list for Facebook, there's a, a wonderful Grace community that we've hooked up with on Facebook. So be sure to invite us as your friend. We would be honored to have that. Just uh, look us up. Um, what's the best way to look us up on Facebook, Joel? I suppose the best way would be to go to Facebook and just type in one of our names. I mean, you can look up the spelling of our names at graceroots.org. That'd probably be helpful because <laughs> I know that my name has been murdered over the years with spellings <laughs> and pronunciations. And I suppose yours, uh, you know, is it with a K or is it with a C or, you know, stuff like that. And so, yeah, just go to graceroots.org and look up Joel Brzezinski and Mike Kapler and then uh, search for us on Facebook. And maybe we should get like a fan page going on there or something like that. Just just to have a common place where, you know, where we can post the post the podcast. Uh, I know a lot of people are doing that with various things, too. So who knows? Maybe we'll start something like that. But in the meantime, <laughs> this is that's the, probably the best way to do it. <laughs> or in the nice time. It could be the meantime or the nice time. Yeah. Just your perspective of the gospel. And speaking of nice, isn't you know, we left off with a verse last week. God is kind to the unthankful and evil. I just love that. You know, so much of Christianity cap is it just seems to me like God is against man until they accept him. Turn or burn. You know, it's like God is just waiting to strike people down when they do evil and he's just if they don't turn and accept him he's just longing to send them to hell now i do believe in a in a thing called hell i do believe in a thing called god's wrath but i do believe also that his wrath has more to do with anger not against people but against sin and 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 a, a loving passion against sin. He hates what sin has done to mankind, but he did something about it. He he took it away. And we talked about that last week and and we'll bring we'll start, you know, looking at some other stuff again this week about how God in his love and in his passion for mankind, he made the way for us to be all right with him. He took our sin away. We talked last week about how he 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 reconciled us to himself, not counting our sins against us. Yeah, uh he didn't count our sins against us. Uh, again, uh, the atoning sacrifice, he is the atoning sacrifice. And it was not only for us, but also for the sins of the whole world. In Ephesians chapter 1, Joel, Paul said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. It's something that's already been done. Then he goes on to say, Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, 
having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Let me go on to get to the, the point here. To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. That word accepted, Joel, it means this. It means to pursue with grace, to compass with favor, to honor with blessings. I have a note in, in my Bible here in the column uh, that, that phrase where it says he has made us accepted, it means to uh, literally b bestowed grace and favor upon us. This is for the entire world. The entire world, based on what we talked about last week and touched on briefly so far in this program, God chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Who did he choose? He chose all of us. He chose everyone that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, in the old days, Joel, before I came into a better understanding of grace, I would look at this and say, well, God wants me to uh, behave in a holy manner and to be, be without blame before him. And so I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to work on trying to live in a way that will be completely holy so that God will be happy with me and I will be blameless before him. Um, he has already, this is a part of our new identity in Christ. This isn't something I'm going to strive for. Remember, this gospel isn't about you and me. It's about what he did. And he has made us this way. He has uh, declared us through Christ to be holy. Actually, that, that phrase in him, just as he chose us in him to be holy and without blame before him in love. You and I are holy and blameless because of Christ and what he has done. It's a part of our new identity in him. And that's something that we need to remember, That uh, and we can't repeat it enough, is that it's through nothing we've done, and it's through nothing that we strive for. It's indeed what God has done for us. He has made us holy. He has made us without blame before him in love. It's it's nothing that we could ever do or strive for. I mean, the more that, that we strive to do it, the, the, the more hopefully we'll see that we can't do it. I know there's a lot of deceived people out there who think that their good deeds and their striving for holiness, their striving to live right before God is, is actually working. But I think that if a person looks deep enough into themselves and into the truth, really, into the truth of, of Jesus Christ, we've got to realize it's all a gift. God is a giver. God loves mankind. God loves everybody so much that he sent Jesus into the world to be born as a baby and to grow into a man, to bear the sins of the world upon himself, because God is a great big giver. God loves people. Jesus even said that God makes the sun to shine on the wicked and on the good. God makes the rain to pour out on the wicked and on the good. Mankind, on this earth at least, needs the sunshine and needs the rain. The sun and the rain are really good things. God has provided that for everybody and in his goodness. And in his goodness as well, he made the way for mankind to be right with him. He took our sins away. All that's left is for us to just believe that good news, that God is good, and that God has always been bent towards mankind, you know, making the way for us uh, because he wants to, because it's really what he wanted to do ever, from the, ever since the beginning. Yeah, and, and here in Ephesians 1, 6, he has made us accepted. Now, you're accepted. You're accepted, but not because of anything that you have done to deserve it. 
in fact, let's look at this real carefully again. He has made us accepted. So even your acceptance from God is something that, that came straight from him. We're not trying to hold up our end of the quote-unquote bargain. <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're not doing anything to, to uphold a contract or a covenant. God is doing all of that. He has made us. So the reason I'm accepted by God is because he made me accepted um, through the, the, the cross of Christ. And again, that, that word accepted means to pursue with grace. Uh, at least that's part of what it means. God pursued you and I. He ran to us. He pursued you and I through Jesus Christ, his son, and has made us accepted. And again, verse 4, he has made us holy and without blame because that's what was necessary, and that's why he had to do it. Yeah, and doesn't that change the whole idea of what's commonly called witnessing, the whole idea of what's known as spreading the gospel and and the the Romans road and all, you know, all this stuff in that you know we're trying to convince people in many churches and in many ways of looking at this we're trying to convince people that you know they need to do what they they need to reach out to God and and all this stuff when really the truth is is that God is pursuing them God is after them after their after their hearts he he, he loves people so much it's not so much that we're trying to get people to strive to to follow after God but we want people to understand that he is following after them with a great, great passion. He is so passionate about every single person who has ever lived. Uh, he is kind, and he's good, and he he loves all of mankind. And so, what you know, what my my whole uh, way of of relating to other people has changed over the years, Cap. And it's I've become more of a person who I'm I'm not sitting there. You know, yeah, I want people to understand that by grace through faith people are saved. But I come into that with the foundation that it's God's passion for man through which all of this is done, not man trying to, you know, figure out some way that they can get to God. God is already actively pursuing people. Sometimes it just takes a matter of sharing the truth of God's goodness with them to get them to understand, wow, this is a wonderful God and he's really, really pursuing me. Well, yeah, and, and and again, even going back to the cross, he pursued all of mankind at that time through Christ, and now it's up to each individual to decide whether they want to trust in that sacrifice that Christ made, whether they want to believe in that, or whether they want to reject that, because he has already done all of the work. All we have to do is to decide whether we want to believe it. You know, on the last program, Joel, which is, a little bit of a, this is sort of a continuation of that one. We had mentioned that Christ took away our sins, that they no longer exist. Remember under the old covenant, under the old animal sacrifices, the book of Hebrews says in chapter 10, it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. But this sacrifice of Christ could and did, and that's why it was only needed one time, once and for all. Remember how we've been talking about the whole world here and how we're all accepted and loved by God? Uh, This sacrifice of Christ was done once and for all. It's a once-for-all sacrifice. Indeed, if if we would sin and, and, um, and if there was any other sacrifice that was needed... It, the only sacrifice that would be acceptable would be a sacrifice of Christ, and he would have to keep coming back and doing it over and over again. But no, the one sacrifice of Christ has forever taken away 
the sins of mankind. God is not counting our sins against us at all because Christ, in the one sacrifice, took our sins away. And so do you accept that one sacrifice or do you reject it? That's what's left. It's not a matter of trying to get rid of your sins anymore because your sins have been taken away. (laughs) It's a matter of do you accept this one sacrifice for all that God uh, in Christ was reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. Well, we got to wrap this one up. Maybe we got more on this. I'm not sure, but we'll see. But in the meantime, not in the nice time, but in the meantime, <laughs> we, we've, we've got a treat for our listeners coming up in the next uh, in the next program uh, we'll have a very special guest with us Steve McVeigh is going to be joining us from Gracewalk Ministries and so we do invite you to join us for for that podcast right here on growing in grace yeah and Joel I just want to say Steve has been asking us for years to come on to our program and we're finally just finding some time to squeeze him in <laughs> yeah it's it's a great sacrifice for us but yeah we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll have Steve on the program <laughs> Uh, We're willing to make this sacrifice once and for all. (laughs) Exactly. No, really, we're very humbled to have Steve with us (laughs) on our next program. So just as we hope you're looking forward to it, we're looking forward to it, too. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.